Today on the podcast, I am sharing with you my conversation with Brittany Stanton and Arion Harley Emerson of the Choir School of Delaware. They are two of the organizers of a new conference for choir directors called Bent But Not Broken, which was started to amplify the musical contributions and accomplishments of black artists across time and genres. And in our conversation, we talk about a number of things. We talk about the organization of the conference, how it came to fruition, and then also all of the amazing sessions and concerts and choir directors that are going to be involved in this conference. This is a conversation and a conference you are not going to want to miss. Let's get into it. Here we go. to welcome Brittany Stanton and Arion Harley Emerson to the podcast. Welcome and thanks so much for joining me today. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. Yeah, absolutely. So let's start with just having the both of you talk uh, a little bit about uh, yourselves and your background and kind of uh, a little bit about what you do with the Choir School of Delaware. And so Brittany, I'll start with you. Sure. Um, I'm the director of education and assistant conductor here at the choir school. My background is in music education. I spent about seven years in the music classroom um, before coming to the choir school, which the choir school has a lot of similarities to a music classroom, but we have a lot of extra things too. Um, a lot of pluses for our, our student body. So after school programming is um, kind of my realm, making sure that the kids have homework help and meals and transportation and um, and, and we also have a summer camp, which, which I plan and lead, leading all of the kids in the rehearsals and, and helping Arion with the choir in any capacity that he needs. Terrific. And so Arion, what about you? Tell us a little bit about you. Um, I'm a Baltimorean, um, born and raised, love it. I always like to tell people that I'm very proud of that. Um, I was fortunate enough to be in a um, program that is somewhat similar to the choir school, the Peabody's Children's Chorus growing up. Um, I was in that from seven to 18. Um, and so that was quite formative for me. Um, I then went on to uh, study music and teach in classroom and then came to the choir school. I've been here almost a decade, which is just crazy. Um, time flies. It goes by very, very quickly. Um, and my role here at the choir school is I'm the director of music and operations. So I'm the executive director. So I'm in addition to overseeing the music program um, and curriculum that we have here, I also um, oversee just the operations of the organization um, from strategic planning to fundraising um, to government relations, um, uh, you know, program evaluation and all those, all those exciting things. So a lot always happening. Yeah, as we were talking before, yeah, you all have a lot of irons in the fire and maybe doing some things that you hadn't necessarily anticipated uh, in your new music education background. So, but it sounds like a, uh, just an incredible program. And so kind of an offshoot of that then is this conference that's going to be coming up this spring that I wanted to talk to both of you a little bit about. And the conference title is called Bent But Not Broken. So Ariane, I'll go back to you. Tell us a little bit uh, about the, the background of this conference then. 
this did not start off as a conference. It just started off as a germ of an idea and probably just one concert. So what people usually know the Choir School of Delaware for is our work in access, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, so we are champions of that. We uh, you know, are always advocating for that. Um, a lot of folks will hear about the choir school through a lot of the work through um, the American Choral Directors Association, um, where I'm currently serving as diversity initiatives uh, chair. And so I'm kind of always talking about how we're going to, how do we do this? And for a long time, the choir school has been amplifying the works of those who have been traditionally othered or silenced or sidelined. And with Bint But Not Broken, we were like, you know what, we should really invite other folks in our choral colleagues to see what's going on. Maybe we'll do a big concert. We'll um, get a guest conductor in to like, you know, work with the choir as well. And so I called up Jason Max Ferdinand, good friend of ours. And I was like, hi, it'd be wonderful to have you as a guest conductor for a concert. And he was like, absolutely anything. I would, I want to come, want to work with kids, want to do it. Love, love the premise of, you know, amplifying these works and uh, particularly um, with the idea of being bent, but not broken, knowing that there have been these challenges, but there's this triumphant spirit, um, you know, particularly within uh, communities of color that continue uh, to move forward. So of course he said yes. And then I was like, great, um, you know, we should do like a pre-concert lecture, you know, maybe I can like call up my friend Marcus Garrett and he can do like a pre-concert lecture for us. And he was like, yes, I'm in, I'd love to do it. Then it was like, you know, maybe we do two concerts and break it up over a couple of days. And then we just kind of kept, pulling in all of these people with whom we have these relationships. And these are all the relationships that we do have um, through work that we've done, conversations that we've had, music that we program. Um, and everyone just kept saying, yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And it started off as a concert. Then we were like calling it a festival. And then someone was like, Ariane, this is not a festival. This is a conference. And I was like, you're right, this is a conference. And so it was very organic with how it grew. Um, and, and we're just excited to be able to host and offer this. And we're excited that so many funders came forward and sponsors came forward to be able to make this a reality. Um, so it's really exciting to see that a lot of people are putting their money where their mouth is uh, to be able to make this um, accessible um, to folks. And we're just uh, tickled. Uh, we feel like kind of kids in the candy shop to be able to do this. Yeah. And, you know, you talked about the choir school of Delaware and how things sort of just grew organically. And that's kind of what I'm hearing with this conference too, is that, you know, started out small, but then adding in all these different aspects and, and ideas to it. Yeah. It just, the, the way that thankfully for all the rest of us that it has grown because now we get to come and, and share in this, with this experience with all of you. So Brittany, anything else that you want to add to that as far as the, the background of the, the conference? Yeah, um, so Ariane has, has talked about this before with, um, with the staff, with people about Bent But Not Broken, but that this is not just a resource for people who are outside of the Black and Brown community, but it is a conference for people in the Black and Brown com community. That it's a place, this conference is intended for, to be a place where you can come and you can feed your soul, no matter who you are, what your background is, and you can walk away with new tools and be refreshed. Um, again, no matter whether you are 
you know, the master gospel conductor, or if you're a person who has never done gospel, or maybe you're looking for just some, uh, some, some more resources on how do I, how do I teach the spiritual? Um, and so it's really a place for, for everybody. Yeah. And you kind of answered my next question as far as, you know, who you might be intending to, uh, to reach with this. Like this is really geared towards what I'm hearing is this is really geared towards choir directors from everywhere. Choir directors that, you know, conduct, you know, groups of, of all ages. Is that kind of the, the intended purpose or the intended audience of the, of the conference? Absolutely. And I think that one thing we've been very thoughtful for about um, is to make sure that we have, um, and we are intergenerational, right? And so this is an intergenerational experience. So from reading sessions, there are, um, you know, we often hear from our national conferences and regional conferences that, hey, there wasn't enough for for me, for my elementary school students or for my middle school students, there is repertoire that is going to be accessible to students of all age developments that you're going to see. Um, There are going to be sessions that are about K to 12. There are going to be um, master classes. There are are so much that anyone um, can take from. And so that's one of the things that was important to us. The other thing that is important to us is to bring forth our intergenerational community through this event. And so it's a two-tracked conference, but it's not like a double-track conference like you might normally see, but there's an adult track and then there's a student track. And so that student track is an honor choir plus. So yes, there's an honor choir uh, that's being led by Alicia Lee and Maria Ellis, but they're also having the opportunity to attend sessions, demo lectures, to interact with some of the guests who are going to be there. They're going to be able to see performances as well, so not just perform. So we're really excited uh, to be able to um, kind of pioneer in this way. Uh, I know that I have not attended a choral conference in the past that has had a track that has been for students as well. So we're excited to be able to, um, you know, model how this might be done um, in other spaces. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, I've been to other ACDA conferences and things like that. And I think that's very unique that there is that student track. You know, you sometimes see you see an honor choir that students can come and and participate in. But as far as having sort of an an actual truly conference experience for students, um, that's that's very unique. I don't think that's something that I've I've really seen ever with conferences for um, high school students. So that's that's. That's a wonderful thing to see. Uh, Brittany, talk a little bit, and Arion talked a little bit about a couple of the folks that will be at this conference and presenting and conducting, but uh, Brittany, talk a little bit more about some of the other people that will be either presenting or leading sessions or you know conducting uh, different groups at this conference. Yeah, uh, it seems like everybody is coming to town for this because the list <laughs> is long and they are all fantastic scholars in the work that they do. Um, it's easiest if I kind of go day by day. Wednesday Absolutely. is an opening uh, uh, evening concert and keynote with uh, Felisa, Dr. Felissa Barber. And she will be talking about 
she's going to be on the conference in multiple ways, but uh, this will kick off the conference. Um, and throughout the conference, she's going to be sharing work from, uh, from her book, which all has to do with dialect and how do we use that in spirituals. She'll also be talking about the myth of multiculturalism. And uh, that's just, if you're a classroom teacher and you haven't, uh, you haven't had a chance to learn about Dr. Barber's work, you should really check it out. Um, and then the concert that Wednesday evening will be with the Westminster Choir College Jubilee Singers under the direction of uh, Benroy Brown. And uh, the, if you don't know the Westminster Choir College Jubilee Singers, they are modeled after the Fisk Jubilee Singers. And so they're in that, in that tradition. Um, and then Tuesday, uh, th sorry, Thursday. <laughs> Thursday is a full day of really wonderful, amazing things. Dr. Eugene Rogers is coming to town with Exigence, part of the Sphinx organization. He'll be leading a masterclass with some college students, and uh, there will be an, a performance from Exigence that evening. Um, also, on that day, um, You'll have multiple interest sessions from a whole bunch of people. Dr. Felissa Barber is one of them. Um, you'll hear from uh, Alicia Lee in a keynote prior to the Exigence concert on the Thursday. Then things really get rolling. Friday and Saturday are like super jam-packed with a whole bunch of stuff. And Arian, I don't know if you want to talk about those. Yeah, sure. So on uh, Friday and Saturday, uh, we have an interest session that I think will be really important for uh, conductors that starts off the day with Eileen Gunther. She is uh, the author of the book um, called In Their Own Words, Slave Life and the Power of Spirituals, and where she has pulled out um, these writings and interviews with those who were formerly enslaved. Um, and so she and um, Everett McCorvey, who's the conductor of the American Spirituals Ensemble, um, and, and I will be doing um, a panel discussion on grappling with the spiritual. Who is this for? Who should do it? Who shouldn't do it? When do you have license to do this or that or the other um, in that bit there? Um, we're super excited about Brandon Waddles doing um, the Immersion Gospel Choir. So if you don't know Dr. Brandon Waddles, like just amazing. Um, and so they're going to be uh, rehearsing over a couple of days and they're going to be doing a community sing. And so they'll do um, a, a sing for that. Uh, then um, the American Spirituals Ensemble is going to do a uh, a demo lecture. It's called Somebody's Knocking at Your Door. And what they're going to be doing is talking about spirituals, but a specific set of spirituals. They're going to be talking about ones with coded messages on the Underground Railroad. Um, and so they're going to be singing some examples, talking about how we approach this text, how we decode this text, and how we can expressively communicate this text uh, when we are singing in spirituals. So that's going to be just amazing. Then Roy is going to be doing a session um, called She Speaks His Name, Stories About Men Through a Womanist Lens. Um, so uh, that's going to be really fantastic. Uh, we've got some reading sessions. Um, and then that night, uh, the Choir School of Delaware is going to be doing our performance. And of course, Jason Max Ferdinand is going to be conducting that. I can tell you, I am so excited about this, this set of music. I'm excited about singing for Jason. Just, It's just going to be awesome. And then on Saturday, we have more sessions and read, reading sessions. 
Some of the highlights for Saturday include the St. Thomas Gospel Choir. Let me tell you, if you have not heard the St. Thomas Gospel Choir, they are one of the best gospel choirs throughout the country. They're located in Philadelphia. Uh, They blew the roof off of the ACDA Eastern Region Conference um, in February 2022. You don't want to miss it, right? It is just an incredible experience and you will be forever changed. Um, And then Marcus is going to be doing a demo lecture um, with um, the choir schools. We have a professional group called our Choral Scholars. He's gonna be conducting them and doing a lecture called the incomparable Nathaniel Debt, where he's gonna be going through the work of Nathaniel Debt to introduce folks to it and how to approach this music. Um, And then there's the Honor Choir, which is gonna be just a great experience. Um, Again, that's led by Alicia Lee and Maria Ellis. And then is the closing concert, which is going to be presented by the American Spirituals Ensemble and Dr. Eileen Gunther. So that will also be an integrated experience where there will be words of those who were formerly enslaved who were read incorporated into the program. So it's just a knockout, you know, experience just going to be amazing. So we are uh, just thrilled about that. What a a fantastic conference, some of the sessions that you're talking about. And I really appreciate those sessions where like you you call it kind of call them demonstration sessions, but sort of that quasi lecture performance type situation where you have a clinician, you have a director that's coming in um, and it's not just a performance, but they're kind of talking about all the different aspects that are included with whatever, you know, that specific topic is. I myself love those topics types of sessions. And uh, you don't really see those a whole lot at conferences. And so I'm glad that you've uh, added those into into the conference as well. So at the same time, I'm so sad because I'm not going to be able to attend. (laughs) Tell us, for the people that will be free and that will be able to hopefully attend, uh, tell me a little bit about uh, the dates. When is this conference and where specifically is this happening? Yeah, so uh, the conference starts on Wednesday, April 27th with the the keynote and evening concert. Uh, And then things continue for the next couple of days, wraps up on April 30th in the evening with the concert from American Spiritual Ensemble. Um, And it's right here in the heart of Wilmington, Delaware. If you haven't been to Wilmington, it's a great little city. Uh, It's really beautiful location. We're going to be in Grace United Methodist Church has a fantastic acoustic right uh, smack dab in the middle of the city. Really easy to find the hotels like just go out the church, walk into the hotel. It's super close. Um, So that's that's when it's happening. And what's the weather like in Delaware at the end of April? Coming from someone who lives in the Midwest for one day, it's 70 degrees. And then today it's 30 and I froze and I walked out my door. So what's yeah, the weather going to be like? It's exactly that, right? So last week it was spring and this morning it is winter. Like, um, But normally end of April, it's beautiful. It's in the upper 60s, you know. Um, so I, I'm hopeful that it, we will have actually arrived in spring by that time. Um, But it's usually quite temperate and beautiful. It's a walkable little area. 
Um, like you can literally roll out of bed from the hotel and be in the church. And there's great restaurants that are here. Um, Wilmington has had a lot of revitalization over uh, the last decade. And it's really just um, a great location for um, a conference. It's also his a, a historic area where we'll be in. Uh, we will literally be blocks away from where Harriet Tubman stayed on the Underground Railroad when she would um, go back and forth leading people to freedom. So uh, folks can see that, see some of the memorials here. The Delaware Historical Society um, is only a few blocks from where we are. So it's really a fitting location for a conference such as this. Sounds like, you know, people should just make a whole week of it. They should just come in a couple of days early, see everything that, you know, it, there's there to offer, enjoy the beautiful weather. And then you've got this fantastic conference. So where can people go online to find out more information uh, about the conference and to register all of that good stuff? So it's choirschoolofdelaware.org slash BBNB. The letters B, B, N, B. All the information is there. You can uh, see the full lineup from day to day about all the presenters, all of the concerts, everything. Um, and you can also, there's a, a place for you to go check out the hotel and make your reservations, which right now, until April 5th, um, we have the conference rates at the hotel. So if you're looking to, to save a little dough on uh, coming to the conference, need to re uh, reserve hotels by April 5th. So, um, and there's also fee pricing uh, available on the website, um, conference registration at the moment uh, for general registration. We try to make this very, very accessible to folks um, and price things uh, what we feel is reasonable. So general admission is $180 for the four day conference. Um, but if you can't come for the four full days, you can also do day passes, which are available. And even if you're like, I can't come during the day, but I really want to see that Jason Max Birdman concert on Friday, you can buy a single ticket. <laughs> That's terrific that people have those, those types of options. Yeah, certainly I would encourage people to go for the conference, go for the whole thing if they can. But yeah, it's nice to have, you know, if you can only get away for a day or two, it's really nice that you have those options for people. So, well, as we wrap up here, anything else about the conference that you maybe want to uh, talk about? Any other details or just uh, anything sort of in the, the, the driving force behind this conference, encouraging people? Why, why, should, uh, why should they come in and attend this wonderful conference this year? Oh my gosh, there's so many good reasons why. I mean, first of all, this lineup is like, oh my God, what an all-star lineup, right? And here's the other thing, like we make progress through conversation and being in relationship with one another. And I think this is a great conference to be able to do that, to be able to be in a safe and encouraging space to ask questions of some of these folks, to be able to have lunch with these folks, to say, how have you, how have you approached one or two or three? Like this is literally what I don't think there has never been a conference quite like this ever before um, that um, that has been offered. And so I think that's why you should go. There are a lot of words out there that are, you know, that are buzzwords out there like diversity and inclusion and culturally responsive pedagogy and practice. But what does that actually look like in action? And I think this is a great opportunity to understand what that looks like in action and to be able to receive 
skills. Like you are going to leave with skills. Yes, you're going to leave with inspiration, but you are also going to leave with actual skills that you did not have beforehand. You will not be an observer. You will be a participant. This is a a participatory experience um, from beginning to end. You will be singing, you will be conducting, you will be guided through. Um, so you are not going to be a casual observer. Um, and so think about it in that way of just what, what is this going to do for your practice? What is this going to do for your gesture? What is this going to do for how you design your curriculum? Um, and that's why I would come uh, because you know there, there, this kind of opportunity just doesn't come around every day. Well, and I love when you can go to a conference and get practical things, like things that you can automatically take and incorporate those into your teaching. To go to a conference and just, like you said, it, you're a participant. You're not going to sit and be an observer, and you're going to learn so much more that way. So I really appreciate that style as well. So, oh. Just wonderful. Well, Brittany, Arion, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. And I hope that we can encourage people that if they have the availability in their schedule to go to this wonderful conference, I hope it's going to be an annual thing. Any chance it's going to be an annual thing? I think we're thinking about... Um every other year, um, okay. you know, um, I mean, even with ACDA, those things take two years to plan, right? So, um, right. and you have a regional team and a national team. So I'm thinking probably every other year is probably the sweet spot for us because we are a tiny organization. <laughs> but who knows? We remain open-minded, you know, um, you know, uh, so right. we'll get through this one and we'll see. Well, bless you for doing all of this fantastic work because it's choir directors all over that are going to be the beneficiaries of all of this. So thank you so much. And thank you for joining me here today. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Well, that wraps up my conversation with Brittany and Arion of the Choir School of Delaware. What an amazing experience and conference they have planned for choir directors. For more information on the conference, including where to register, you can go to choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash BBNB, and that stands for Bent But Not Broken. Again, that's choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash BBNB. And if you reserve your hotel on the day this episode comes out, there is a conference discount, but you have to do it today. So if you are a loyal listener of the podcast, you're listening to this episode on the day it comes out, you can get even a little bit of a discount on that hotel as well. Well, that's it for today's episode, my friends. Thanks so much for listening, and I will see you next week. Are you looking for resources that will save you time and frustration? Want to dive deeper into topics related to your teaching? Then check out the Choir Director Corner Community Membership over at choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash membership. Membership.